Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? I always think it's going to say recording has started because that's what it does on Zoom and it doesn't say anything. <laughs> I just, and it's just silent. That's hilarious. Honestly, it's um, it's your little muscle memory over there. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Do you know that we're almost at 300 episodes? I do. How special is that? That's crazy. I know. So much has happened in the past 300 oh, episodes. That's insane. So I think when we get to that, which will be in like five weeks or so five or six weeks I think we should do like a whole episode about like what we've learned since we started the show like some of the biggest things we've learned since we started the show what we feel like we still need to learn like in these next few 20s years and like revisit some stuff and um, I think we should do like a whole fun thing for that one yeah I think that would be so special so powerful and I think it would be really like You've never listened to Roaring Twenties, like, come here. Here's, like, the recap of the past, like, 300 episodes and, like, come on the rest of the journey. Yes. Join us. Join us. Because I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, oh, my God. Like, we've changed so much and learned so much since we started almost 300 episodes ago. And there's still so much to do and so much to learn and so much to change and grow. It's like kind of crazy I think when we started the show I think and I'm going to speak for both of us you can uh, tell me if I'm wrong but I think like when we started the show we both had this feeling of like like we'll know it all soon Mm -hmm. right like that feeling of like oh when we get to like 25 we'll know everything and like it'll like then we'll have it figured out and like it just you know being here at like 27 300 episodes later learning so much but realizing there is still so much to learn yeah oh I feel that on such a deep level I agree with like every part of me and I also feel like we've just had so much more peace with like I feel like when we first started the show there was so much more of like I need to have it figured out so like I can't wait to have it figured out because I I like need to soon and it was very brave of us to admit like that we didn't even that was a step Mm -hmm. like for Mm -hmm. us to actually admit I don't know what I'm doing Yes. was a big wall to tear down to begin with, especially yes. because we really, we continue to be high achievers, but I think we're much more balanced in the sense of I want to achieve, but understand that like every moment can't be an achievement and that yeah. people actually really respect and respond well to vulnerability instead yeah. of being like we need to keep up this like image. Like I think we were very much as everyone was much more in a place of like vulnerability isn't cool and yeah. Or, like, is cool, but not for us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now I feel us a lot more at peace with, like, things happen for a reason. Everything has a purpose. And I'm okay with the outcome because I know it'll be for a reason. Yeah. And I really only focus on what we can control. Yep. 
Yep. I think, and I still think at some points we still fight against that though, even though we like feel more comfortable in that. No, there is still like a fight against it sometimes. And I just think it's like, I just think it's like laughable that I, at one point in my life, like not so long ago, like thought that I would like just like understand everything to a degree and it's just like so not true I feel like more than ever I'm like trying to understand my life and like you know it's like so funny that I think when we're younger we just like have this this like false idea about it yeah and that's where the vulnerability comes in like you were saying of like because we think that we should all like reach this goal this unattainable goal that everyone's too afraid to say that that they haven't reached it yet until you get a little older and then you start to like really see that like a lot of people don't know what the heck is going on Hundred percent, and I also feel like we are much more at peace with the idea that every that everyone's dreams and goals can be different. Like mm. at least for myself, when we first graduated college, like I had such a like regular societal like perspective on how things should be and how we should progress. And I feel like our vulnerabilities and our friendships have really helped me also see like all of these different beautiful paths that we're on, and so much of like how timing is different for everyone and how things pop into our lives at different times. And just like there is no right moment. Like there's no right moment for a lot of things. It's just about how they happen for us, to us, all of that. And it's really cool to to feel more at peace with that too. Like I think the Mm -hmm. whole like comparison and judgment thing, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I think we're much we handle it differently. Like yeah. we are, we're yeah. less like, oh, I'm behind and therefore I'm a piece of shit. I'm not saying we don't think it sometimes, but we're much more For like, sure. we don't have to be as traditional. Like, I think we've very much broken the idea that things have to go a hundred percent in this exact mm-hmm. order, in this mm-hmm. exact way. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Totally. I think too, like more in like my personal life, I'm feeling that way now of like questioning you know seeing like a lot of people take certain steps in their life at like this part of our age where people start to get married or like start to think about kids or moving in together like whatever it is and like I think that we very much have like a a way that society has like trained us to like see those steps and now we're constantly comparing to other people like oh all my friends are like getting engaged so I should get engaged like and I see so many people in my sphere at this age doing that kind of like taking steps because everybody else is doing them. Yeah. And I really like challenged myself in my personal life to think about like, you know, what's actually right for me versus like, what do I think the traditional like right path is and I think like it's just like one of those veins where I've seen exactly what you're saying like be so apparent um and I think we'll always go through phases with that because I'm thinking about that exact thing and I'm not going to pretend to you that like there wasn't a point where like before we did get engaged where I was like man, like people are probably wondering like when we're going to get engaged. Hmm, now I'm kind of wondering, like I totally yeah. had that. And I think yeah, that we we'll just sure. always continue to have different phases of like what feels that way to us. Because now, for example, 
like, let me think of what's like most tangible. Like now it's easy for me to look back and be like, of course it was okay for me to change my mind about what I wanted to do with my career. Mm-hmm. But at the time it felt extra hard. Yeah. And yeah. Now looking back, I'm also like, of course it was okay for me to think it was a good idea for me and Chris to buy a house together because it worked out so beautifully. Mm-hmm. But like at the time, like I was very nervous about that big step. Yeah. Or when it came to like staying with my job, like all these like little things that in the moment feel so hard and then make yes. sense. Whereas yeah. like, I think it's just always going to be that next big thing. Like I yeah. imagine based on our conversations, like after we did get engaged, my next thing was like, oh, people are probably like expecting us to get married at blank time or, oh, wow. Like if we're engaged now, all these other people we love are going to be engaged soon. And maybe we're going to miss our moment. Like, you know, so it's mm-hmm. always going to be something, but I think yeah. the intensity to which it takes up our headspace or the intensity to which yes. we let it like weigh on us is different. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's crazy sometimes what we can like put so much energy on. And then we look back and we're like, oh, ha. Like, yeah, like I'm good. (laughs) But that's just life. And I think it is that like quote of like, you know, I'm not going to say it right, but it's like you can't, you can't understand your life like, you know, until you're able to like kind of look back on it and see the through line of it. Like, yeah, there's just no way. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to get more into like the things that we've like really learned through these episodes and what we're looking forward to learning in the future. But that's to come in a few weeks. For now, it's time to get into Pride and Pickle. Woo. Um, My pride this week is actually about one of my best friends, our best friends. I am just so proud of her. Like, I feel like a lot of times on the show, we acknowledge our growth and as we should, but I feel like it's really cool to see the impact that our collective growth has on the people around us. And besides feeling our own like trajectory, it's been really cool to watch people like very near and dear to us, just like mature and grow up and make. That's so good. Yeah. So it's, it's a really cool thing to feel. I'm very proud of her. Um, and then my pickle, oh, my pickle is that we missed Ellie so much and we stayed with Chris's mom. And so we, we opened the door and we're actually with two of our other friends who were on the trip with us and we opened the door and Chris's mom isn't home. And Ellie was about to literally sprint out the door because she was so excited to see us. And so me and Chris both bent down at the same time. And he went to grab her and literally elbowed me so hard in the nose by accident. I was in so much pain. And I oh, was- no. No, that's literally so painful. Getting your nose hit is so fucking painful. I have never felt a pain like that. And I was so <gasps> scared. In the moment, I was so – I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I literally thought I broke my nose. For One, sure. he felt terrible. So that's a pickle in itself because of he course. felt so bad. Um, oh, no. And also, oh, you know, when you cry so hard not to cry, but, like, yes. the body yes. is like, no. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, Brenda, stop. Like, I was trying so hard to tell my body to not do it, but I could not help it. I was No, so- that's so painful. It was so bad. And then it made me think about our clip that we shared um, the other day for, like, have you ever – oh, they ask so many questions now. Like, have you – do you feel safe at home? Like, all these things on, like, uh, your doctors. I don't know if they do for yeah. you, do they? My gynecologist I, one does. It's like, do you feel I have safe not been to the doctor in – Oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. Well, recently – 
they have been asking all of the questions and it made me laugh because I was like, oh my God, imagine like I went to the doctor because I was picturing my nose like being like super bruised the next day or something. Oh I was like, God. imagine I went to the doctor and they're like, you're, like, you're being abused at home. <laughs> Literally. And I'm like, oh my God. No. And I hate that I even had to think that because I was like, oh, thank goodness that like people, because I'm like people who, who like know the person you're with, that's different. But I'm like, for people who don't know, like I can imagine that they probably like assume certain things. So I was like, I'm so glad I don't that our think that would be people's first assumption. I don't think so either. But it was just like so, like, <laughs> I'm like what are the odds of a nose? Like, so anyway, today yeah. I am grateful for my intact schnoz. Your nose looks fine. It's not even bruised. It does, right? I was actually looking at it. And I'm like, it looks kind of like nice, actually. It looks better. <laughs> wow. I think he kind of whacked it into place. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, don't try this at home. It's so funny. Oh my god! It's so <laughs> I think he kind of wagged it. I think he kind of looks amazing. No, no I was just. Sure. I also like have not a trauma because it was literally a video I saw one time, but I saw this girl that like got a black eye the day before her wedding, and <gasps> they covered it up. Oh my god! I have to send you the video because it's actually a work of art the way that they covered it, and she looked. Oh, makeup! Some you could do a lot with makeup so much so i was grateful in that sense i'm like oh it's fine like if it's bruised like i don't have anything coming up but anyway it's not bruised here i am and wow would it suck to get a black eye before your wedding i feel like my like i my fear i don't know why i think about this all the time like my fear is that i'm gonna get like a giant disgusting pimple like i mean that you don't know why probably because like that's your biggest trauma that's my trauma (laughs) I like literally I'm like on my wedding day I'm gonna get like a disgusting pimp like a boil yeah like a literal boil like huge like not poppable can't cover it with makeup like disgusting mm. I understand I do I also feel like pimples are harder where like you can totally like unfortunately get one overnight like every time I personally have an event do you have a spot where like you get a pimple every time before an event because for me it's here and like that's not cute yeah I get on my chin like every time I guess it's the good thing about my trauma is unless I like consume one million hot dogs I probably can't gain like 100 pounds overnight no even if you did consume 100 hot dogs you wouldn't gain a thousand pounds overnight you like wouldn't even gain one like, like, your trauma is more loaded. Loaded. <laughs> i hate to tell you that <laughs> because you really can't get a pimple over sometimes i'm like like fucking on the airplanes my my I, I don't know what they're doing on the airplanes that make me break out but literally like i will sit on an airplane i sit down i have no pimples my skin is gorgeous she's glowing literally five minutes into the flight i have seven new pimples like where where do these come from that's so frustrating airplanes are weird every time i'm on when i think i'm not lying i believe you i really do i actually brought an airplane like um hydration bag with me i brought some little guys for underneath here i brought some some fucking overnight mask even though it wasn't overnight i brought some like things for my skin yeah oh i do all that i do all of that and you still get the pimps. And I still get the pimps. It's really, that's not great. Also, like, why whenever, I don't know if you feel this way, but me and Nathan were talking about this. Like, the minute I step onto a plane, I'm like, I immediately feel disgusted. Oh, 100%. Like, I could have just showered. I'm on the plane and for one minute. Gross. I'm disgusting. 
I feel like it does just feel dirty. Like one of our friends was put on her like airplane sweatshirt when we were in the room and all of us looked at her as if she just like literally like rolled in a pile of shit. (laughs) Never would would I ever put on her airplane. Are those your airplane clothes? Oh, disgusting. Never would I ever put on an air thing, something I wore on an airplane if it was not washed. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's <laughs> are those your airplane clothes. I remember, and we'll get back to Pride and Pickle in a minute. But I remember, like, one of our friends had a friend who, this is extreme, who, like, had indoor clothes and outdoor clothes. <laughs> like, she wouldn't go into her house with, like, the same clothes that she was in outside. Whoa. That's like a lot. That's a lot. Like, no, Chris is like, like that in terms I of no outdoor clothes, like on your bed. Like, right. don't. That's gross. Like, do not yeah. lay in the bed with clothes you've been wearing all day. No, right. but you could walk around your house and sit on your couch. Agreed. No, that I agree with. Like now, I probably like before, like super, like dating Chris. Like, well, I always dated him, but like before, like living with him. And, like, I did it my whole life. Time. I probably did that. I don't actually remember, but I probably did. Like, I wouldn't put it past myself. But now it's one of those little things, you guys, that you do for um, love, I think, where it's like, you know what? I know he doesn't love outdoor clothes. Yeah. I'll just I'll just not lay in the bed. But I don't oh, want to anymore either. Like, there, I think there are certain things you also, like, yeah. almost inherit from people where, like, oh, now, sure. even in my old house when I go sleep with my parents – I cannot go to sleep without showering. I literally can't. I'll go sleep at our friends' houses. I can't go to sleep without showering. And it's not you because- shower every night before bed? Every single night. Now. Whoa. But I didn't for, I like, I'm sure you remember, like, I didn't always do that. But now it's Whoa. almost like a, not a tick. That's not the right word. But now I, like, actually can't. I do rinse a lot more often before bed than I did in the past. Yeah, but I used to not. Like, I used to go to, like, the- I used to go to the city and then like just come and like lay in bed. Like I used to be a little gross. <laughs> no, I'm definitely gross. I will go days without showering if I'm not seeing anybody. And like that's fine, but it's just really like interesting. COVID, she showered once a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You used to have your hair in like a legit wet. Oh, I was milk. living alone. I'm seeing not a soul. Why do I need to shower more than once a week? And you got into that habit 100%. Like I think but that's but honestly, it's better for you. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's better for the public. Like, you should shower if you're seeing other people. But, like, for your own skin and hair oils, it is better for you not oh, 100%. to shower. And I think I, like, also know that. But now it's, like, I almost can't help it. Like, it's actually harder for me, which I never thought I'd say in my life. It's actually harder for me to, like, go to sleep without showering, which is very – it's weird. I recognize it's weirder for me. But I'm, like, I wonder how we built that up. I didn't have it. I guess it is, right? Like, it's just, like, what we become used to. Yeah. And then, like, once you do something for a long time, you feel weird if you don't do it. Yeah. Because, honestly, like, it doesn't gross me. Like, it's not because I'm, like, grossed out or something. Like, even when I sleep at my mom's, like, we could both, like, we go to see a Broadway show together, come back home, and then, like, I'll need to shower. But I can't, like, it's not like I can't lay with her because she didn't. Like, I still do. I still sleep in the same bed. Right, 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 right. No, it's your own personal thing. No, I do feel that way. I definitely shower a lot more now than I used. Anyways, we should stop talking about our hygiene. What's your pride and pick? Important. Um, <laughs> my pride this week is – what's my pride? What is my pride? Well, my pickle is that – my pickle's like a sad one my pickle's like very esoteric no my pickle is just like I just feel like I'm having this like 
like what's it called um what's what's it called existential crisis where oh. i just like i just like i'm just so sad by like bad people and like people that are like homeless or like not well or like people that are mean to them like i'm just like very saddened by people lately yeah. which was like totally like ridiculous i know like we like you can't you can't help everyone you can't make everybody see things the way that you see them like but i just i feel like i just like so much on social media so much on social media i just feel like it's like so many people just like being horrible and then like out in the streets i just see like so many people being sad and it's just like i'm just having one of those like weeks where i'm having a really hard time like separating myself from that yeah um and like we have to like you like i said you can't help everybody you can't make everybody the person you want them to be um especially if you don't know them but like i'm just having a harder time like separating my personal life from like feeling the feelings of the world yeah yeah I feel like you go through that I don't, yeah. say often, I don't think it's often but I think you definitely have phases where like you feel it more strongly than others totally. and I mean I think it's a beautiful quality that you have and I honestly it's funny because my initial thought is like wow like I almost like try to avoid thinking about that stuff which also doesn't help and I'm like, mm. I'm not say it out loud, but I think I do. No, because I, I think know you have them. to in some ways. You have to protect yourself because, like, we yeah. we can't, we don't have the the ability to like help everybody. Yeah, and I think that doing like I'm sure the same as everything else. Like I'm sure that doing the littlest things that we can do that make us feel like we're contributing to something, like bigger than that, help us yeah. move in that direction. Because you're right. Like avoiding entirely also isn't good, but like also. Yeah focusing so much on it where it's like it's not I don't want to say it's not your job but like it's not all, like it's not within our control unfortunately yeah but it's like what little pieces can we control like I think help a thousand percent make you feel like you're doing something without mm-hmm. totally taking over like you know like being debilitating but it's that's really hard yeah no and I think it's like one of those things that I just like I like talking about things that we need to learn like I think it's one of those things that I just like really need to learn how to navigate better yeah. um and but yeah, it's just like mm, definitely like affects me more than I would like it to sometimes. And then I, but then I'm like, how does this not affect everybody? And then I get even like more like, you yeah. know, it's like, well, I'm feeling all this stuff. Like, how is not everybody feeling all of this all the time? Like, yeah. So it's course. just like, a, yeah. I get that. I really do. You have such thanks. a good heart, too. Oh, thanks. I think it's just it's just a fact of being empathetic and um yes that has a lot of great qualities to it but it also is like you know it's a it's a thing to deal with yeah but I guess in terms of things to deal with there could be a lot worse things but still a lot (laughs) yeah um and then my pride oh no what's my pride my pride is that hmm, wow I feel like I had one coming in and now I can't think of it hello? oh my god hello no, that was such a weird weird yawn anyways my pride oh okay I'll give you my pride I just feel like so grateful for my friends oh I feel very grateful to like know a lot of great people yeah and even like friends I don't get to see like just like feeling so much love towards 
those people and um especially like when i'm feeling like oh but like like the like the thing that helps me the most is like being around people that i like and that make me happy and like so I'm very grateful for very grateful for really positive friendships yeah which i think like in your 20s like isn't always the easiest thing for people and i feel like i'm really abundant in that area um and it's something i can definitely like put my energy on more when i'm feeling all the other things yeah. Oh, I totally get that. I love that. Thanks. I'm a little teary <laughs> I know. You look like you're going to cry. It was just very sweet. <laughs> oh. Um, Speaking of like, I've been thinking about abundance lately. What are like, do, is that something that you think about? And like, what areas in your life are you feeling like abundant in right now? And what areas in your life do you feel like? you could do some more like mindful work on there yeah I think that I think that that's definitely something that I've grown in a lot over the past couple of years where I really I was much more competitive in like a not in a way that I wished anyone negative things because I never did but I always felt like this need I have always felt this like desire to like want to be the best to an extent Mm -hmm. or to do the best um I'm still understanding why (laughs) um but Anyway, now I feel like I really, I barely even think about the whole like lack type of thing and the whole scarcity mm. thing. Like I think I'm much more prone to just like naturally, which is really cool to be able to change your mindset over practicing so it so much over the past couple of years. But I feel like so much more, I don't see other people as like my competition necessarily mm-hmm. anymore. And I really see it as like, what can I learn from these people? Or if they've done something I admire, how can I get there? Or what can I take away? Like, I, I don't know. I think I just see such a clear division between that, whether it's work, whether it's fitness, whether it's side hustles, whether it's relationships, like I feel so much less, like so much less, um, like as if something else takes away from my potential to do something. Mm. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know, I guess in every area, I really do feel that way though. Like I think in every area, I feel a lot more like expansive Mm-hmm. but then I guess in a way where I would need to grow in it let me think hmm. mm-hmm. you don't have to but I, de- I definitely like, do like I don't want to paint it as if I'm like perfect I'm just trying to think of like what necessarily um I think especially like as our I don't know if this is necessarily competition but I think that I do like if there's something I'm essentially competitive about but I don't think it's necessarily like rooted in a bad thing entirely is I feel like now I'm striving so much to like be authentic and whatnot, but I that I don't mm. need to overthink it. Like when it comes to our wedding, yes. party, you know what I mean? Like when it I comes totally to our wedding, mean. I keep thinking like, oh, I really want it to be authentic to us. And it's such a genuine intention, but I'm like, okay, you don't need to like overthink that. <laughs> right. You just um, like actually just do and just make choices like that are yours. Like, right. that, like the op- then you would be like putting something on top of that if – Right. Like as silly or as like whatever, just to be hopefully relatable of like, I'm like, oh, everybody does a sparkle exit. I want to do a different exit or I don't want to do an exit at all. Like little things where I'm like, like, no, do what you actually want to do. Like not about what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So um, it's just, it's funny in that sense, but I do think I've grown tremendously in that area. Um, Totally. That it definitely, it definitely makes life not easy, but feel easier, not feeling like everyone's in competition with you. 
what do you feel like tools or things like helped you get to that place? I think that so much of it really does start with working on like our self-worth, honestly, Mm -hmm. because I think that the times in which we feel the most competitive, at least for me, I guess I can't really speak for everyone, but at least for me is like, I feel more competitive or I feel more insecure when I feel like I'm not following through on my own word. So for me, even on like my most, like there are some days I'm very grateful for my job. I'm very grateful for like a lot of those things. But sometimes I notice that like, I'm like, oh, well, if work or if like something is interfering with something else that I care about, it's easy to fall into a place of like a little bit of resentment or a little bit of like, I wish this wasn't the case or like victim mentality, like little things like that. And I try really hard to avoid getting into that. So even if I feel it for a second, I feel like I um, flip that with what I'm grateful for while still Mm -hmm. trying to respect like a boundary. Like if I'm right, like I'm allowed to also be right. Yeah. Um, But I think what's helped me a lot is to work on like my own non-negotiables and my own self-worth because I think that the, all of the times in which I've approached situations with like insecurity really have nothing to do with the situation itself and what it means, but how I feel about myself as a result. So I feel like becoming more confident who I am and what I deserve and what I'm worth has led me to, I guess, lead with less like, like tension So I think it makes you feel like, oh, well, if I'm – and security, because I feel like if you believe in yourself, if you believe that with effort and patience and intention, you will eventually get to where it is you want to get to and that there's enough to go around for everyone, then I feel like it's it's a much easier energy to carry than being like, oh, well, I have to be the best and I have to get it or I never will or like I'm better than this person. Like it just adds like a different energy. 100% I think that's something that we've both learned like and have like stepped into over these past few years like a lot and I think it's funny because I think the thing when we started the podcast the thing we kept hearing from like a lot of people that we would interview is like you're just gonna be so much more yourself when you get to like 30 and I think it was so hard to understand like what that meant at the time and now I'm like I'm like understanding what that means and I think it has a lot to do with what you were just talking about yeah I think so too there's it's just a different it's a different energy and I think that for those of you that are like in your earlier 20s right now knowing that we were you very very recently and that we kind of get it now like we get it so much more so just like continuing to do your work continuing to take your steps continuing to identify what is working for you and what isn't knowing it's okay to change your mind and really just continuing to pursue stuff like that like there's no way you don't end up feeling closer to who you think you want to be or who you already are um because I I think those are the little things that really help get us there Yeah. And I think also like there's no speeding up the process. Like you're not doing anything right or you're not doing anything wrong to get there. Like you just have to like keep going. I think just being aware and like constantly being curious, constantly trying to learn about yourself and others. Like I I think self-awareness is like one of the biggest things that I'm like seeing when we talk about, you know, this age and like you know, what are the type of people that I really like admire and the type of people that I don't. I think it really does come down to like self-awareness. And if we're just like on that journey and trying to be aware, um, you will get to that place. But there is like, there's no speeding up or slowing down or doing anything wrong or right. And like, that's still totally evolving. I mean, for me, and I think you too, like, we're not, I don't think there's ever an end goal of like, oh, I'm like perfectly like, whatever but like 
um, I feel closer to that than I did when we were like, you know, what, what, how old were we when we started the show? Like 25 starting the show. I think were we younger? I think we were younger. Oh my God. That's so crazy. And yeah. No, I think so. It's crazy. Cause that feels like insane that we've been doing it for this long, but also that feel and that age like feels like a lifetime ago. It does. And I think that that's like at the same time so cool. Like it's so cool that so much has changed. Like I think I used to think it was not not to say that I never get scared or I'm fearful because I am, but like I'm so much, it's so much cooler than it was. Like it used to be so much more scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the idea of change is also scary, but like it's only been a good thing. Yeah. Only. Well. (laughs) Well. All right. Well, we went down like a, we went down a lot of like very, um, what is that word i keep forgetting existential we love to do that as we sometimes do existential 20s Exist- <laughs> we're gonna rename the show <laughs> no. existential 20s um, existential is a little bit more like and then i went down the rabbit hole and then i went and closed the door like i think it's like different <laughs> and then i went to close the door <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know where you got that from, but you're right. You're right. I think we're just we're reflecting. Yeah, that's a good processing. Process. That's oh, what yeah. this show is for. Um, really looking to forward to our 300th episode um, to kind of like recap some of the themes that ha- we've been learning and go over some of these lessons and like share those with you guys and coming to an understanding of like what this is and um, like Brenda said, if you're you're in your younger 20s, like. Hopefully there's like stuff in these past 300 episodes that will help you along this journey. And if you're in your later 20s, which is crazy to say, like us, like I hope you guys are continuing on the ride with us. I feel like when I think about um, these episodes, you know, especially because we've been doing like a lot of episodes lately that are just like, what are we feeling right now? Um, I feel like they're so important because I think everybody is like, doing that and just to know that we're like all processing this together there's going to be something new every day to like have to figure out Uh, but that's okay because we're all we're all doing it together yeah heck yeah we are we love you guys so much thank you for being here and if for some reason you haven't shared an episode with a friend or leave left us a rating or review in a long time it helps us so much so share with a friend share someone you love who you think would benefit from this episode leave us a review it means the world to us and we'll catch you next week Yes, and if there's any topic that you want us to talk about, um, we love a suggestion. So let us know. Let us know. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts, and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.